Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're with Tammy Pate of Rygate, Montana, creator of Art of the Cowgirl. Art of the Cowgirl is a gathering to celebrate cowgirls and their contributions to Western lifestyle and culture, and to raise funds to support up-and-coming artists to expand their knowledge and skills. Tammy shares about growing up in the rodeo world and the inspiration behind Art of the Cowgirl. We also talk about overcoming fear, the important role of mentorship, and preserving the Western way of life. So here we go with Tammy Pate. All right. Well, we're here today with Tammy Pate of Art of the Cowgirl based out of Rygate, Montana. Tammy, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, tell us about you. You're from Montana, right? Um, Yes, ma'am. I was uh, born and raised in Montana. Uh, My grandparents on both sides uh, were ranching families from this small area, um, Rygate, Montana, which is not far from Billings. And then moved to Helena, you know, when I was in middle school and graduated uh, high school and, but always grew up, you know, rodeoing and in Montana. I love it. So how has art always been a big part of your life? I know it is now. Yes, absolutely. So my grandmother, Betty Kunish, um, who is my mentor, she will be 99 years old this December. She was. Uh, an amazing artist, seamstress, a cook. She trained horses and ran their family's ranch. And she just really inspired me and taught me really everything I I know. (laughs) And my mother also uh, was a very wonderful seamstress. Um, She wasn't as much into art as my grandma was. But um, yes, I had really strong female role models. And then of course, my dad, he just, uh, I'm the oldest of three girls, and he taught us everything about horsemanship and riding and, and rodeo. I love that. So you are a cowgirl, a bootmaker, a horsemanship <laughs> clinician, and a yoga instructor. And I'm sure <laughs> the list goes on, right? But you have a lot going on, a lot of fun things. I do. <laughs> so I grew up. Uh, rodeoing. My dad was a bulldogger. Um, I rode on my grandparents' ranch and, you know, my grandma, my grandparents never rodeoed, but they loved rodeo and always really made it available for us and helped us with really good horses. And so I had a lot of success growing up in the rodeo world. And then I married my husband, Kurt, and he was a rodeo announcer and a bareback rider. And uh, we went to work on ranches and he is just passionate about horsemanship. And so we were fortunate enough to be um, good friends with Buck Brannaman. And when the Horse Whisperer movie was being filmed, um, Kurt, my husband, was actually hired as a technical advisor. And that experience just really changed our life at the time. We were working on a ranch and uh, Kurt was riding outside horses. Uh, We had two small children and I was working from home. And it was at that time I actually learned to build custom cowboy boots. And uh, so we didn't even know that, you know, you could be a horsemanship clinician. We didn't know that was a job. 
And so things just evolved and, you know, Kurt had a, an amazing skill starting colts and with horsemanship and we ranch roped. And so life just kind of took us where it, you know, we were meant to be, I guess. That's so exciting. Well, when did the idea for Art of the Cowgirl come about? You know, I really have been dreaming about it probably for 10 years. Um, but when I really think about it, it probably started back when my grandmother was teaching me a skill. And then when Mike Ryan from Ryan's Boot Shop in Helena, Montana mentored me, you know, I went in, I was sewing. Um, I, I was already a very good seamstress. Um, and I was redoing old wagon wheel furniture. A friend of mine, Kim Davidson, we were going to old antique shows and reselling, repurposing old furniture, but my sewing machine broke down. So I went in and um, to Mike's boot shop in Helena and he let me work and use his sewing machine. And when I was done, he was like, I'm five years behind boot orders. Do you want to learn to build boots? So he saw something in me and he invested in my talent and literally I got to practice. I built my husband a pair of boots and I bought my, or excuse me, I built my husband a pair of boots and I built myself a pair and the next pair were for a client. And so that experience, you know, of being a mentor and giving and sharing, sharing a trade in the Western world was very important to me. And then our years of being on the road and doing horsemanship clinics and my husband worked for AQHA and did, um, we were able to go do this event called Quarter Fest, where you could come and learn from all kinds of different um, clinicians. And so that was an inspiration for Art of the Cowgirl. So fast forward, you know, for whatever reason, Kurt and I have been very blessed in our life to have these amazing opportunities present themselves. And I got to thinking, you know, I really wanted to give back to the industry and um, back and, and really promote women in the industry. So it just started percolating and, you know, I would come up with ideas and then there would be some, something that was like, oh, this isn't the time. And um, at the time we were doing a lot of horse expos. And so I felt comfortable with that, the idea of having, you know, the public come to this event but I wanted to incorporate art. So it took a while for me to actually get the confidence to just say, I'm going to do it because it's a huge undertaking. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> so a lot of you are probably familiar with Art of the Cowgirl, but if you aren't, this is an incredible event. It has a lot of aspects to it. So many <laughs> great things. So Tammy, describe for us what this all involves, what it's all about. Well, the root... Um, of Art of the Cowgirl is our fellowship program. So the whole reason for the public event is to showcase women artisans and horsewomen and give them a platform to share their trades. And through this public event, we have an art auction that funds our fellowship program. So we have our masters like Nancy Martini, who's our saddle making master. So she um, has agreed to provide a fellowship. So we, she uh, donated a saddle. 
we sell the art at the auction and then we use those to pay her to teach and to pay all of the expenses for a fellowship recipient to come and learn this trade with Nancy. So in two years, we funded 12 fully funded fellowships that I'm very proud of. <laughs> so that's, that's, the, that's what Art of the Cowgirl is about. And so um, the event is just showcasing all of these amazing women. So we have horsemanship demonstrations. Um, we have our artists and maker demonstrations. And then we have competitions. So my daughter um, produces an all-women's ranch rodeo and uh, a world's greatest horse, horsewoman competition. And we have a horse sale. And this year we have a cowdog rodeer and um, a cowdog sale. And yeah, so there's just, it's five days of competition, of demonstrations, of fellowship, of people, um, we have influential women's um, panels. So amazing women in the ag industry, in business, sharing, you know, how they, how they got where they are. So my whole, my, my real, my heart for Art of the Cowgirl was to have a place where people come together to lift one another up and, and, you know, for someone like Tony K. Tolley, who was our first um, saddle making recipient, you know, she lives in Encampment, Wyoming. And if you know where that is, it's in the middle of nowhere. So I was, you know, how does she meet people like Robin Rich with Wrangler? So Are the Cowgirl provides that place for people to come and network. And the wonderful thing about the event is it has brought so many amazing women together that really complement and support one another and we all have our strengths and that's what I focus on um, each person and their role and I think it just we all work so well together and um, complement one another. So this January will be your third year your third event how yes. has it evolved over the years and what can we look forward to at your show coming up in January? So in the first year between our first and second event, our attendance doubled and wow. already we outgrew our original venue, which was the Corona ranch um, in Levine, Arizona, which I loved because it's just the, the venue is so beautiful and it was a Spanish architecture, but you know, uh, I'm proud to say that we outgrew it. Yes. So here we are in Queen Creek, Arizona at Horseshoe Park. And um, there are four arenas that will be going on all at one time. We have a Prefert Wellness Arena. We have our stage where our master artists and influential women panels will be. We have music. We have just on the hour, every hour for five days, something going on. <laughs> So fun. So you really have kind of set yourself apart in a way from other Western art shows by just having a lot of unique things. Yes. And, you know, this year we added um, more workshops. So last year we had a handful of hands-on workshops. So come and learn from Amy Raymond, our master silversmith, you know, how to, how to carve and, um, excuse me, to learn from Amy Raymond, our silversmith, um, silversmithing 
we have leatherworking workshops, we have horsemanship workshops, we have a cow dog workshop. So not only can you come and be a spectator, but you can come and participate in these workshops on Wednesday and Thursday. So good. All right. Well, due to the size of the event, this is not something that you can just manage by yourself. I'm sure it takes a a village, right? So what role does your team play in all of this? Oh, so it really does take an amazing team to put Are the Cowgirl on. So Jamie Stoltzfus is my right hand and she manages our fellowship and our sponsorship. My daughter Mesa Pate uh, manages the Women's Ranch Rodeo, the World's Greatest Horsewoman, and the Horse Sale. And her friend Sierra Brown uh, helps her do all of that. And then Marilyn Calloway from Alberta manages our whole trade show. And my cousin Kim Williams uh, manages Art of the Cowgirl merchandise, as well as amazing volunteers uh, during the event. It's just overwhelming. The CSU uh, equestrian team comes and volunteers. And then, of course, we have at the event um, other people that come in for the week. My dear friend Amber Smuts helps clerk our horse sale and manages um, um, all of the payout for our, our ranch rodeo and our world's greatest. I'm sure your family has a big role in all of this, too. Yes, (laughs) they do. So my whole family uh, participates. My husband, Kurt, helps, you know, on the back end. And he he really makes sure at the event everything is going smoothly. And then he's our auctioneer and for our horse sale. And then my daughter, Mesa, produces the uh, women's ranch rodeo, our world's greatest horsewoman and our elite horse sale. And my son Ryle comes and he um, participates in, last year he helped in our cult starting demonstrations. Um, And so yes, it's a family affair for sure. That's great. What have been some of your greatest learning experiences through this process? Oh my gosh. Um, You know, I think the biggest thing I've learned is to trust. Yeah. just to trust that if you work hard and you believe in it, it will happen. And there've been, you know, times that I've really had fear, like fear of, you know, what if no one comes or fear of financial failure or, but um, I've just really learned that people really honor and cherish our Western traditions and trades, and they really want to support it. Yeah. And I love your focus on the mentorship part too. Why is it important that we have mentors and that we be mentors, right? Well, for me personally, I think it's so important to be a mentor because really at the end of the day, that's what you leave behind. And it's important for someone who maybe not have the financial resources or Um, really the opportunities to have a mentor to empower them. And I think that that's, that's the piece that I love the most is the hardest part of all of this has been, we have had so many people apply for the fellowships. It's so hard choosing. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) There's so many people out there so deserving. 
so that, you know, my, my dream would be that our nonprofit and our fellowship program would grow so that we could actually do more than just one fellowship, you know, per trade. But um, that, that'll happen, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. What advice would you have for people who have a passion and a dream in their heart like you did for Art of the Cowgirl, who maybe need a little push to go for it? Uh, my advice would be just do it. Yeah. Figure it out. Don't take no for an answer. There's always, if there's a will, there's a way to get it done. And accept help. You know, there are people out there who will believe in you. And I think the hardest thing for, especially women to do, is accept help because they want to be the helper. So, you know, I have found that with Art of the Cowgirl, there are so many people who either have donated financially, who have been volunteers, who just truly in their heart want to see it succeed and help people. So, um, but the biggest piece of advice is like, just do it. Yeah. We actually, that's probably the most common piece of advice I get from every person I interview. So I love that. <laughs> what excites you most about the future of rural America? Well, you know, we're talking today and the presidential um, election hasn't even, well, I haven't had the TV on all day, so I don't know if it's been called <laughs> or, but um, the world where we are in, in this day and age it is so important that we embrace agriculture and the rural lifestyle. Like, you know, and I'm, and I'm not getting po political here, but people in big cities that are voting a certain way, they have no idea sometimes what is really happening on the land to produce products that they need to survive, which food, you know, there's an art to raising livestock for human consumption and it's been my husband's passion and our passion to share that that message that you know the united states um, produces the safest best quality animal protein in the world bar none and we produce the best crops and really the best products so I think it's very important for us. And I think women and especially the young women right now, I see coming up with such strong voices and such passionate stories. You know, people want to connect. And I think the pasture to table movement is only going to get stronger. And, you know, they want to know where their, their food is coming from. And it's your generation. It's the young ranchers and ranch women who are sharing these stories that are going to save our industry, I believe. Yeah. And I also think it's about preserving a way of life that we have yeah. in rural America. Yes. And, and not only just um, the day-to-day, -day, uh, you know, working on a ranch or farm, but also how we're raising our children. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to be a working stay-at-home mom and that's to me that's a very very strong woman to be able to manage her home and still like these women who were um, funding these fellowships you know they're staying at home but they're building saddles or they're a silversmith or they're a fine artist and they're contributing to their 
financial um, success of their family, but they're also there seven days a week and feeding their kids three meals a day. Yeah. So I, I do, I think that maybe that's kind of what's been lost in our country is, you know, family units staying home and working together. Yeah. And I think we can't talk about the future of rural America without talking about the future of the Western world and why it's important to preserve those traditions as well. Yes, absolutely. There's a reason, you know, uh, a saddle is made the way it's made. And in our demonstrations that are the cowgirl, what's important to me is for those artists to first tell the story of functionality. You know, a good saddle, it doesn't matter if a saddle is beautiful, if it soars a horse, it's no good. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost is functionality. What makes, you know, a bozelle? What makes a saddle work? What makes a bit work? And then what I love is then the artist shares what makes it uniquely their own art. You know, that's where the beauty comes in. But first and foremost, it's important to learn the trade and how to build something that works and, you know, hand that down. Absolutely. And I love that you're just providing a way to preserve those trades and to continue those traditions on. And um, what an incredible opportunity for those people who are in your fellowship program that you're giving them. So that's incredible. Great job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you know, one of the things that we see in our fellowship applications is so many people, you know, wanting to participate in the fellowship program, but then are wanting to carry that on and pass it on. So that's exciting, you know, yeah. and, and that's what we look for in our recipient is not only someone who's going to make it their career but also someone who has in their heart to share with others. So good. So good. Well, Art of the Cowgirl is happening January 13th through 17th at Horseshoe Park in Queen Creek, Arizona. That's in the Phoenix area. I'm going to be there. So I hope you guys, if you aren't already planning to be there, will go get your tickets. Tammy, how do people get tickets and sign up for events? Yes. So you can go to artofthecowgirl.com and there's, everything about uh, the event there. There are ticket sales, there's host hotels, the schedule, uh, information on the horse sale, just everything you need to know there. Or you can also follow us on social media, artofthecowgirl.com and on Instagram. And I would really uh, invite you and encourage you to come and experience the energy of, of the event. And if there's one thing that I've heard over and over and I'm probably most proud of is that people say they've never been to an event that has been so inspiring and so positive and that's really been my dream. Well I can't wait to meet you in person <laughs> in January and come to your event it sounds amazing so uh, Tammy thanks so much for being on the podcast. Well thank you and I can't wait to see you too. Well, I really love what Tammy is doing with Art of the Cowgirl and that the heart of this event is to give back and to lift one another up. 
I'm so excited to be at the event this year and I hope to see you there too. Mark your calendars for January 13th through 17th, 2021 at Horseshoe Park in Queen Creek, Arizona. And be sure to check out the show notes where you'll find links to buy tickets and learn more about everything going on at the event. I trust you're super inspired from today's episode and probably have a handful of people you know that would love to hear it. So go ahead and text them the link and leave us a kind review while you're at it so we can keep spreading the rural revival message far and wide. And stay tuned in with us on Instagram and Facebook at Rural Revival Co. to keep updated on this podcast and all things rural revival related. We'll catch you next time on the Rural Revival Podcast. Have a great day, everybody.